podcast, Johnson. Listen here, see? It's time for... Guns! Dames! Cigarettes! Do you uh, have a heart-shaped bed that vibrates in your bedroom? I do. I have a mirror on the ceiling as well, so I can Ooh. watch myself vibrating. Nice. That's going in the recording. That'll be the cold, the cold open. <laughs> I figured, yeah. <laughs> Hello, and welcome to the next episode of Guns, Dames, Cigarettes, etc. Not the current episode. The next episode. The next well, you know, you know what I mean. These <laughs> sons again. Ah! This is the... As I like to call it, the premier film noir podcast of the internet world. No one does it better than you and I. This is the best film noir podcast being recorded right now. It is. At this very moment during a nor'easter. Yes. Yes. We don't lose power. But so what we do, uh, in case this is your first go around with this, uh, we take turns. I'm I'm here with Scott. I'm Bill, by the way. Those are our names. Uh, We learned Scott has a heart-shaped bed that vibrates in his bedroom. Yep. Yeah, that's not 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 at all not true. Yeah. <laughs> it's not not true, which means it's true. <laughs> oh, gotcha. <laughs> not 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 true. Yes. Uh, so basically, we just we just take turns. We uh, every other week, every other uh, Friday, you'll hear us, and we uh, each pick a movie, and then we just run I through it. I'm sorry, I'm in agony. My dog just farted, and it is just <laughs> it's just agony. I'm sorry. What kind of dog is oh. it again? He's a terrier, and I think he's been eating trash for a while because that's what it smells like—hot trash. Which who's who's your dread to have? His or mine? Oh, right this moment, I don't know. Because you haven't smelled my brand in a while. Oswald, I don't know what you got into, but Jesus, buddy. Because my my wife has been, has been very angry with me lately. <laughs> oh boy. What she does is, is I call the uh, I she, I call it the the angry jazz trumpet reaction. I'll like I'll do one in, a, in a, another room and I'll come back in. I'll, I'll drag it with me, not on purpose. And she's like yeah. talking. So like last time is, and she'll do that noise. <laughs> and I picture like someone angrily blowing through like a trumpet. <laughs> That's great. Speaking of film noir, yes, but, uh, yes. It was, my, it was my my choice this week. I guess we should mention we're on the the, the Dorkening Podcast Network, which is sponsored by Deadly Grounds Coffee, coffee to die for. I believe it's just deadlygrounds.com. Or I think that or get deadly. Get deadly. Yeah, they have a couple. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so my choice. Uh, I chose uh, our first Burt Lancaster joint. Yeah, surprising yeah. actually, kind of. Well, I'm thinking I'm surprised. This is our twentieth, and we haven't done the Humphrey Bogart yet. Which I know we'll get yeah. there, but I've thought of it. I don't I know. It's to. one of those things where I know I feel very confident we've both seen most of the ones that we would probably pick. Right, uh, but at the which same is time, a bad thing. Yeah, at the same time, I wouldn't mind talking about you know here or there, in a buggy. Yeah. Uh, but this okay. one is uh, this, this one's a uh, brute force from 1947, which uh, is a, a prison movie. It sure but, is. But um, you know, I thought it would be okay going into it, but I was uh, very delighted. I don't know about you, but I was very happy when I, at prison the prison of, of this movie. Um, yeah, no, it has a. An amazing Hume Cronin as well. Uh, yes, was I didn't think of that uh, before. I was going through this. Postman always rings twice. 
Yes, I was going to say, I'm starting to notice people from yep. other movies, because we also had uh, Art Smith, the doctor. Yep. He was in uh, Ride, the Pink, Ride the Pink Horse. Who are you playing that? He was, he was uh, the government man. The smooth-talking government guy. Oh, no kidding! That's yeah. right! So he's, for me, he's wow. two for, he's two, for two on, on the uh, on the thumbs-up list for me. Uh, but also, this just goes back to, uh, you and I also do a, a podcast called Black and White Fred with our friend Kevin. And we uh, there was a gentleman in this movie who was in that walk with a zombie. That would be the, uh, the the man who's singing, Calypso. Yeah, Calypso's, was, Calypso's the weak link in this movie, but yeah. <laughs> but I didn't mind him, but I, I, I had forgotten. He goes by, not his real name, but he, he goes by Sir Lancelot. That's in the credits. Sir Lancelot, yeah. Sir Lancelot. Uh, and the, I think there was, oh, um... The guy who plays uh, Spencer, uh, one of the soulmates, Spencer John Hoyt, I recognize him from. He's like the stuffy older man from the yes. uh, an episode of The Real Martian. Please stand up. That's right. Yes, so, he's in that. My he's, my favorite credit so he's, he's in a movie called The Blackboard Jungle, uh, with Sidney Poitier, oh. uh, from nineteen like fifty fifty five maybe like a young Sidney Poitier. He plays a he plays a high school student, a seven year old Sydney Portier. Yeah, uh, and it's about like uh, it's about like like troubled kids and gangs in high schools in the nineteen fifties. So you watch it now and you're like, you think he's giving you trouble? Like that's quaint. Yeah, but <laughs> but he plays like a fed up teacher, oh. and he's like perfect. He's yeah, perfect. I could see him playing that kind of role. Uh, so. The surprise uh, of this was Yvonne DiCarlo. Uh, wait, wait, who's it? Lily, Lily, Lily Munster plays Gina. Uh, wait, wait, wait. Which one was which one was Gina? Refresh my memory. Gina is the main, I guess, main oh, character. Joe yeah, Collins, the one that's dying. The one in the wheelchair. Isn't that Gina? Gina? Are you sure it wasn't the Italian woman? Because if you go back to the, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm sorry, the Italian woman. Yeah. Oh, that was okay. I didn't, that, I didn't, I didn't recognize Ruth. her. I'm, now, Ruth was a wheelchair-bound one. Yes, Ruth's a wheelchair one. Oh, so Lily Munster was uh, the Italian woman who uh, didn't, want to want, didn't want to take free army food. Yes. Oh, I didn't know that. It would have been great if they had her, like, when they he goes into, into her house, and she's, she has the, the Munster back and is actually pushing out dust as she goes around. <laughs> that would have been nice. Nice yeah. little touch. Yeah, little nod was... to the future. And also, yeah, well, I, had, I thought of another one earlier when I was washing dishes. I thought of it earlier because I'm a stupid asshole. Um, if Hume Cronin, his character of Captain Munsey, um, when they're having the, the, the meeting with the warden and uh, the doctor and the state government guy who's yelling at them to do a better job, yeah. if at one point Hume Cronin just looks at the camera, and as, he's still Captain Munsey, but he's like, in roughly 41 years from now, I will be in a movie called Cocoon. And then this goes back to talking about. <laughs> Yeah. Stuff and yeah. Sure. Why not? <laughs> and what kind of name is Hume, by the way? I don't know. I mean, it's one you remember. Oh, definitely. Like, and I, I can't think of another Hume that I've ever heard of. And, and it's I his, can't it, imagine his real name. So it's his real name, yeah. Yeah. But. I mean and uh, and of course Jessica, he's married to Jessica Tandy for a very long time. Um, Fifty years or something, right? Yeah, I mean, by at this point, uh, they've already been married for five years in this movie. Jeez. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so let's give the uh, the IMDb uh, summary. Nice short, mm -hmm. sweet sentence. 
At a tough penitentiary, prisoner Joe Collins plans to rebel against Captain Munsey, the power-mad chief guard. That's pretty Which, accurate. Pretty accurate. Um, this is a I little did, bit of the plot, but yeah. Oh, and this is a little bit of it, but now I, was a, I wasn't expecting, and I, not that I minded it, because you had your main, like, he's cellmates. At first, that's crazy that this prison is six people to a cell. Yeah. Sardine style crammed in these cells. Do you know um, where this prison is supposed to be? Uh, no, but I'm sure I, I'll just look it up as we're talking. Like, it's, I, I, I never was. Eye out for things because it's on the water, so you're thinking like Alcatraz. Yeah. Right? I like the setup. That prison setup. Oh, that's great. Because, yeah, you have, you have the, it's, it's, a, it's surrounded by water. You have like, it's like a drawbridge leading to it because it's up. So even if you get out the doors, yeah, yeah. you're going to have to like dive in the water. And it's, that's not some good, that wasn't good looking water. Probably not the safest thing to do, but but I also like the opening credits because it was it, it, they set the tone. It was not that they like the like the music was fine and, and the the presentation was fine, but it was pouring just downpours of rain, yeah, like, like dreary. But I thought it was interesting when they're showing the cast. They had the the gentleman first, and they're like as the men on the inside, and then they showed the the women cast as the women yep. on the outside. That, that was a weird feature, and then for the um. The gentleman who played Roger the Soldier, mm-hmm. he was he was like introduced as uh, Radio's Sam Spade. So I, I guess he was a voice actor before that. And this is his, right. He definitely had yeah. a voice a voice for that type of work. I don't know. I mean, obviously, I know the character of Sam Spade. I don't know what radio program they're talking about, but I did catch that on the credits. I thought it was funny because you're thinking '47, but yeah, radio was still big. Oh, big! Yeah, definitely. So that, that that was an interesting little point. Uh, it was, okay, it says Westgate Prison. I, I, I remember they showed signage for that, but I don't know if that doesn't. Yeah, yeah, not a. But I'm curious if the the settings they were using if that was like a studio set, or because you know they have some exterior, sure. but some of the exterior shots they're like alongside some water and they have the tunnel and everything. Yeah, but some of it was. Um... Definitely just like you know, backgrounds. Um, and God knows if they just went somewhere else and shot some scenes for the so water, it's, it's facades. Yeah, I guess that wasn't a I, I, I don't know for sure, but oh, but that's very possible because it's making me think that unrelated to film noir, but I don't know if you uh ever in your life had gone to what used to be called Disney's MGM Studios, and I think it's just called Hollywood Studios. Back when it opened, they used to have a studio, quote-unquote studio, a lot tour. And they would show you, like, movie magic type of stuff. There was one part, you look down the street, and it was, like, a forced perspective thing. But it was, like, a giant mural of, like, a city. But it looked very convincing if you were far away enough. So I'm sure, I know that was, you know, something that they would use in these movies. All right. So you got... We we both watched The Criterion. We did, yes. It looked... Which I found very interesting. It comes with a nice um, introduction about how this this version was kind of put together because oh, it was I didn't have that in mind but it was Criterion. Oh, it's a it's like a restored uh it's a restored unless, edition from a few years ago. Um some of the prints were damaged. Oh, I unless I somehow missed that, but I was pretty I think I was pretty lucid when I was watching it. Yeah, it's the first like minute and a half um oh, well, no, after mine, the Criterion logo. Mine was the the Criterion logo and then it just busted in. Oh. Mine actually had it was Burt Lancaster doing song and dance on mine. 
Mine does not have that. It, it was actually, he was he was saying the words brute force, but it was to Star Wars. Brute <laughs> force, nothing but brute force. It was, wow. It was, yeah. So. It was, I guess the movie was damaged. I, my, if you watch a Criterion as well, I'm going to guess maybe the first version that they came out with had that, and they might have ditched it afterwards. Perhaps, yeah. So, yeah. Anyway, sorry. So we, so we got it. No, so, so we got, you know, they show this kind of making their way into the uh, the prison, and they're talking about uh, someone named Frank has died working in the the, the drain pipe. That's that's like the uh, that's the place you don't want to be in this movie. As, yeah. as you learn as you go along, is you don't want to work in the drain pipe, and yeah, so he dies there. Hard labor, and you don't even know where what you're doing. Like there's not even a goal. It's just dig, 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 but no one knows what they're digging for. Right, and I'm maybe it was just like a. Uh, that that's like Munzee's like punishment for you because Captain Munzee he's I, a ba- he's a bastard. Yeah, I, I assumed that's what that was. So yeah, just for the sake of, uh, I'm sure they you know on the surface, it had a quote unquote purpose, but it was really just a that's like a final stop. Like you've you've messed up too many times. You crossed the wrong person. You're going down oh, there. Oh, disgusting down there. We're gonna come to a scene where they're down there eating sandwiches. And I oh my god, with, yeah, with their bare hands. Ah, oh. oh, gross. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but. So yeah, so they found out that uh, it's all these they have these uh, cellmates, uh, their their cellmate Frank has died, and at the same time, uh, Joe Collins, played by Burt Lancaster, just gotten out of ten days in solitary. Now yep. he, it was because he uh, they found a shiv on him that was planted. Yes, that was that's what he said because he does challenge the guard afterwards. Yeah. Or yeah. Or months. Oh, yeah. Yes. It, so yeah, but. So they they're bringing they're taking out Frank's dead body in in the the morgue car in the pouring rain. There's, but they have Joe like standing out there watching it go away. No uh no no umbrella no no slicker. Just getting soaking yeah. wet. I don't and then know. and then it's oh, like okay. This is Calypso singing. Oh yeah, my Calypso he is. He's uh he could do a whole soundtrack of just Calypso singing in this movie. And and every time he sang a song that was deemed funny, everyone laughed. Mm-hmm. You know, just there's a, a different time. Yeah. I found none of them amusing. No. <laughs> yeah, some of them were kind of dark. I was just like, oh, dude, if, if you're doing a hard time in this terrible prison, this guy was fucking singing, narrating my life, I would not be happy. I think he did have it sell by himself, maybe because people tried to attack him. <laughs> maybe. maybe. I mean, once in a while, maybe. But mm-hmm. it's like, you know, I'm Deb selling books from the library to you. <laughs> like every song is like, dude, you don't have to sing everything. I'm taking a shit and it really hurts. Someone please right. help me, I'm on the floor. Right, exactly. It's like, my God, yeah. everything. So, yeah, so, your... so Frank is dead. They watch him I've... getting taken away. I've stolen your pants and I just ate them. When I shit them out, <laughs> they'll be covered in shit. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Yes, yeah, so, so they, but then Joe gets to go back to his uh, his cell, and all of his cellmates are happy to see him. Yep. So he had a uh, he had soldier, you had Spencer, Kid Coy, very hairy by the way, the former the boxer, boxer. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and uh, and then the and then the freshman. I assume that he's like a new or newer con or the, the one with glasses. Oh no, that was Tom. Hey, who's the freshman? Which was the freshman? He kind of had a, a bigger nose. Oh, the one that at the end has so, dies spectacularly. Yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. That's we'll get there. That's all. I laughed. Yes. I laughed about yeah. that. Yeah, deserving, but um, I like uh, I like freshman the boxer freshman stack. Character. Yeah, that that was uh, Kid Koi. He um, uh, 
Yeah, no, there's something. He seemed a little simple. Yes. Like, I... he, he played that well, the kind of like. But was he playing? Uh oh. Like Scott's frozen up on me. He's frozen up, and the, the face looks like mid sneeze or about to throw up. I'll just talk by myself until he comes back. I don't know. I'm sorry, man. I hope that's not a sign of things to come you, with this storm. Could you hear me talking the whole time or no? No. Because oh, you 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 were mid face, no. and I was either I was trying to determine if it was you were about to sneeze or throw up. <laughs> no, my um, my internet totally went out. I don't know exactly uh, what. Uh, I, I'm just hoping, like I said, it's not a sign of things to come with this fucking storm. You got to get up that 28k. That's what I'm saying. I've never. I get the free discs, so I'm gonna keep using them. The AOL discs. That's right. That's how we just talk about Kid Koi. How he seemed like a simple and perhaps he was. No, I think the guy just did a good job of playing like a dude. What do you? Mean? Yeah, exactly. What do you mean? No, you, 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 you look at that I one in the calendar. Other things. I, I, I recognize him from other things. He died young, though. Oh, did he? He, he died at thirty. He died at thirty-two. Wait, so how old was so he in this movie? Keep that in mind, yeah. That he, he, he was 32 when he died, and he didn't die the year this movie came out. My goodness. So I'm going to guess this movie's, what, 47? So probably filmed in 46, likely, right? Yeah. So he would have been 29. Oh, my God. I assume mid-30s is the best. No. Man. No. Nope. Everyone. Now, I have to say, too, for uh, was it John Hoyt, who played Spencer from Twilight Zone Man. Yeah. Um, like he seems so old and curmudgeon in the Twilight Zone episode, which wasn't too far after this, maybe like five or six years. No, no, I'm sorry, no, like it was like 13. About 10. Okay, so yeah. that, it makes worse. There's this weird, like, oh, I'm, he's not wearing a shirt and he seems fit. It's weird. He's yeah, almost, young, yes. almost young in this movie. Yeah, there's a scene in here where he does take off his shirt and I was like, man, he's looking kind of fit. Yeah, well, he, was, he was 42. Was, I guess good for him. You know what it was? Yeah. It was cigarettes and steak and alcohol. Keeping him trim and fit. He looks. He looks better than I have in a couple decades. <laughs> he did. Yes. Um, he died of a um, uh, of a coronary occlusion. What the hell's that? I don't know, but uh, thirty two years old. So, oh, he I had really that's... big. He had a big head, and I was I was wondering at the time if maybe he had some kind of disease, like gigantism. Uh, <clears throat> well, maybe not quite that, but something that would have caused that kind of like features, you know. Hmm. He had a kid. I, I don't serious... know. I mean, maybe he was just handsome. I don't. Know. I was gonna say a serious case of the handsomes is what I was gonna say. Yeah, but he was in quite a few movies. Uh, he was in a good movie called Johnny Angel. Uh, that was nice. He's in a, a movie called um, uh, Red Light. That was pretty good. Um, oh, so you've seen these movies? Yeah, he's in the Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Um, oh. just an it's pretty funny. So, anyways. All right. So, you, so you uh, over the course of the movie, I thought it was interesting, unexpected. There's my heater, as always, barging in on, on any recording I do. Yep. They they all have little flashback scenes, and you learn why they are in prison. I know we're we're kind of going out of order, which I think is fine. Oh yeah. But well, but, there's two movies going on, right? There's the prison movie. Yeah. And then there's the why are they in prison, which is, well, it's really which woman are they in prison because of <laughs> or for? Yeah, before too, not just because of, but 
We got yeah. a little, little of each. But the thing is, though, uh, for uh, Spencer's story, that's not how we got into prison. Like, his thing seemed to be something about, like, taxes or something accounting bullshit. Yeah. But he, he just tells, like, a funny story about one of the ladies of his life, which is entertaining, yeah. I thought. He's, like, a, like a suave gentleman, but... And right. he was, this was the first one. He's like, like, he's gambling, and he meets this woman, um, Flossie, a weird name for a woman yep. even back then. And the, the cops come and break it up, and she like knows just how to get out of there and save his bacon. And um, she she even offers to t- to hide his gun for him. And yep. then when they drive away in his car, she just holds him up and steals his money in his car, and he's left there. And he's not even gun. mad about it. Yeah, I think he's he's delighted that it's his own gun. Yeah, well, I'll be. <laughs> But uh, I was going to say something about the 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 story. Shit. I had a thought and I lost it. Never mind, Bill. Oh, Go ahead. I'm sorry. Did I ruin it? No, you're fine. You're fine. So, so you had that one. And then uh, Tom, the bespeckled gentleman, uh, he, he's in prison because he stole money from his work to buy his wife a fur coat. Because she, cause he <laughs> yep. thinks that she needed it. But and she's, she's on, totally on board. We can't tell anyone. It's yeah. funny, within, within a minute of putting it on, the cops are at his door. Yeah. Well, he also, as I've made, as we've, as we've all talked about, on this one and Black and White Fright, he had a, a bullshit, weird mustache. That was probably drawn on. <laughs> Didn't have it in prison. They're probably like, they, when you got to prison, they probably right. just wipe it, they wipe it off his face with the, with the handkerchief. No, no, you don't. Get that shit <laughs> off your lips. <laughs> you, don't, you don't get to keep that in here. Yeah, no, I'm in agreement. He's, not a good, not a good stash. His his is sad because he he's always writing his wife, and he never hears back from her. But it's because Munsey's he censors the letters, and he's probably not even sending them out. Right, yeah. but I yeah. like the, this is what this is what I wanted to say. I remember yes. now was that they they use there's a nice um a nice usage of a prop in here. So they have a, a photograph like a poster of a woman on the wall. Yes. Uh, and they they're always looking at it and talking to it like and one of the the the, the dude that died young um uh the boxer kid yeah he actually asked like what's what, with what you guys and that lady she ain't yeah. real like that yeah, kind yeah. of thing like i don't understand and they're just like yeah you will you'll you'll get it like eventually and it's true they all every story that you learn every flashback is because they're staring at this yeah, so, I, so this woman reminds each of them of their woman. Right. I read uh, that it was designed with at least some some facial part included in that. Yeah, it was interesting. I thought it, it was. Like, I thought it was a it was a good plot device. Yes. Uh, so then you had the, uh, the the soldier we kind of mentioned before with Lily from the Munsters when he was fighting in the war. Uh, he yeah. married her secretly, and he was bringing free food from the army. Yep. But what was funny about that one is it's her father that she lives with, and he like he hates him because he's with the U.S. Army. But well, he take the food, but she doesn't yeah. want to because she's too proud. But he takes it anyways. But they try to like oh, because the military police come right as he's getting the food, and they're like, "What are we gonna do?" And uh, right, and the, fa- the father's just like, "I'm not. Stu- I won't. I won't. Won't lie for you." Yes, thanks for the food, but you know you're fucked if they get in here and find out. Yep. And, so he uh, pulls uh, the, the soldier pulls his gun on him and makes his his with his wife keep him there because they're gonna try to pull it off like oh he just stopped for water and uh, so he got to go along with that see and he runs yeah. to the door and she just shoots him immediately yep 
And that he, of all the 1930s, 40s, 50s, getting shot in a movie and terribly grabbing at yourself to fall over, this is the worst one I've ever seen. <laughs> it, I mean, it made me laugh. I'm like, that was especially terrible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no. He needs, he needs to go back to them. I'm sure they had classes on how to look like he got shot without bleeding. If it, if, I'm sure if it could have, if it exi- if it had existed already, the Wilhelm scream would have gone off. <laughs> <laughs> As he's going down. Yeah. But yet that now what's interesting too for uh for the main character for Collins, they show his flashback, but they don't explain like what he's doing, what his crime is, right? He's up to that caught. No, he's yeah. he, up to no good. I'm guessing right. it must have been like robberies or something. That's my guess. His, his story with his wife. So his wife needs surgery. That's the big thing going on here. Okay. Are even, his are wife even needs married, sur- though? I think so. Okay. Uh, but she needs surgery. Like yeah. she's going to die. She needs surgery. That's what, you know, his lawyer, his lawyer is like this go between. Yeah. And. She will not have life-saving surgery unless he's there with her. But she does not know that he's in prison. So where does she think he is? And he refuses to tell her that he's in prison. He'd rather break out of prison. (laughs) Risk death. Risk death and other people's deaths Mm -hmm. than just tell her he's in prison. Instead, just tell her I'm... Far away. I just ran away for a bit. I'll be back. Yes. But you can talk to me. I can't talk to her directly, though, ever, but you can. Also, what kind of survival instinct is this? That you, you she has to be there, or you, you'd rather die? Right. And, it's, and at the same time, he's allowing her to suffer more by not right. doing anything. Knowing that she won't do anything about it. Right. <clears throat> I just found that hey. kind of ridiculous. That's that's forties love for you right there. 19, I guess class, so. Classic nineteen forties love. <laughs> I, I must I must say, uh, I forget the other movie we watched. Um, I think it might have been Black Angel. The the visiting room made more sense in this one than the last one. Yes, because they, they yeah. had, you know, it was sitting across at a table. They had like the weird like, it would be like like a fence now in someone's yard, but it was you could still like talk through it. Yes, but. Yeah, it was like a step up on that. Like, maybe it was a higher security prison. I don't know. <laughs> but it, it made me think of that because it was just like a table you sat at with no barriers, and you probably get a high five. Well, this and this whole prison, every single scene in this prison is crowded. When they're in this part they, with it, the visiting room, it's like packed. When they go outside, when, oh, when everyone's sitting, you know, they do mention they have because they <clears> towards <throat> towards the beginning when. The warden has to have the meeting with uh, Munzee and the doctor and the the guy from the state. They're, yeah. they're talking about how it's like we're double capacity. What do you want us to do? Yeah. I like the, the guy played the warden too. He was all, oh no, the whole time. Well, oh, his good thing was he kept saying like, "What am I gonna do? Like this is all right. I know. Like I've been yeah. warden for so long. But what I else can like, I do?" And I kept thinking, "You gotta be 70. I don't know. I mean, you're probably only like 35 because it's 1947. <laughs> yeah. But you look like you're about 70. So just I retire. Want, I want to look him up in the cast and see if they. I want to see. This. Roman Bowen was his name. Yeah. Oh, he's born in 1901. No, he was 46. Oh God, he looked older. He's he's two years you older imagine? than I currently am. Right. I'm four years older than he was at the time. Yeah, he good did look. Lord. Good. Yeah. Although yeah. he uh. 
Yeah, he, no, he died two years later at 47. Jesus. Yeah. Movie's cursed. <laughs> I want to see if this so, says it. So we're getting all these flashbacks and, and, and all that's going on, and, but you're also establishing at the same time that Muncie's bad. Because at first you don't really know. Well, he kind of, of. He's trying to come off as nice. Yeah, because they're, they're in the mess hall. First off, they're in the mess hall. Everyone's getting their food, and some guy named Wilson's just like, I got to see Gallagher. Please. Like, yeah. You find out that he's the one who set up. Did he, did he snitch, or did he. Uh, he set up uh, Collins with yes. the. With yeah, you know, with the, the bum rap, basically that got him into into, sol- uh, into solitary. Sol- solitary. I was gonna say solitude. I guess he wants true. to see him because he knows he's gonna get his yeah. ass kicked. Because Gallagher is a, some kind of like crime boss, maybe on the outside, and he's he's been Correct. good at fostering an uneasy relationship. You know, he's like he's like the mediator between right. the the prisoners and and the the warden and the and the, the the guards. Yep. Uh, and Gallagher's like, yeah, nope. Fuck off. Yeah. And that's and that's that's when Captain Munzee walks in and everyone in the place is like shuts right up. So you so you know that they fear him. Uh but I in this scene too where there was a uh and IMDB said that when in this scene specifically when he walked in he was wearing an airline captain's hat. Oh interesting. Instead of like a, a actual law hat. Yeah. Just for that one <laughs> scene. Someone Strange. someone dropped the ball. There must have been like a wardrobe mix up I'm like that's oh, too, we got to do it. It's too late. Hume, I know Hume. I know, but just <laughs> you got to wear it. <laughs> I like this though because he's walking in, and uh, the inmate bumps into him. Yeah, Tom. Uh, the food spills, and the other guard immediately starts to hit him with his fucking stick. Yep. <laughs> no, Jesus. That's, that's, well, that that's definitely his. Of any of the other guards, like that's his guy. That's like his like. Oh yeah, yeah. Board. And then, but then he's like, he's like, he's like, hey, stop it! What are you doing? Yeah. So I'm thinking, I'm thinking, oh, maybe he's not such a bad guy. Well, and that's what this buildup is, yeah. Had me fooled, because yeah. not too long, not too long after that, they, uh, well, over the course of the movie too, Collins he keeps talking, he wants to to break out, so he's he's feeling things out for that, make trying to make plans. He's like, he talks to Gallagher about it. Uh, so they they uh, go to the the movies. And Collins goes and sees one of his other buddies that was working the drain pipe who gets hurt. Now he's in the infirmary. And he yeah. it's like very a little bit cryptic. And he gives it what like was it 663 was the number he gave him. I don't remember the number, but breaking the drain pipe, that's where Frank died. The guy that their soulmate yes. that had died had been sent yeah. to the pipe. Now at when I, at the end of this, I'm like, I'm sure he died because of Munzee, not in an accident in the in the drain pipe. They'll say it's an accident in the drain pipe, but I'm sure it was right. something something else. Right. right. Munzee related. That's a good name. That's like a good like villain name. Munzee. It is. Strikes fear into your heart. It so, is. I love it too because he's not a big man. Oh he's no, small. he's not. What what made me laugh too is later on in the movie when someone gets brought into his office and he's in there just in his like uh, his wife beater just polishing his gun. Yeah, really showing just how like how tiny of a man he is. Yeah, and that's great. That's perfect. He surrounds himself with larger men. Yeah, he's got the, the Napoleon complex. Yep. But uh, so yeah, they go to the movies and, and Tom doesn't decide to go. The guy who was getting uh, roughed up because he bumped into Munzee in the cafeteria. Munzee's like talking to him about his wife, and so he's like, "Oh, but getting the letters." And he's like, "Oh, really? What? Where is she?" And she tells him that. Uh, she wants a divorce. He, he takes yeah. him at his word. He knows he's a you know, a, a son of a bitch. 
Yeah, I know. But it's I one of those things that will. Yeah, exactly. I think it's also probably such a shocking thing to hear in prison that you believe it. I guess it's true. Yeah, because he wants him to be an informer and Tom won't do it. So, I mean, this I think this is the first of a few, for this time, shocking scenes. I know she went silhouette, but Tom ends up hanging himself. Yeah. Yeah, but it's funny, right before then, when the movie's over, the warden announces, it's like, anything else happens in this place, you know, it's you lose yeah. all your privileges. Because I know we're skipping over something big that just happened, so we'll talk about that in a second, but yeah. this person commits suicide on his own, everyone gets punished for it. Yep. No, no fun for anyone anymore. Yep. Which, but it's weird, because they all still get to hang out outside. Yeah, I I didn't quite get that, but it it's like when they go outside, you think of like a prison yard in a movie. Yep. You have like you have like different factions set up, and there's always a lot of space. And here it's like they're so crowded, they all just kind of sit. Yeah, they're almost like they're on top of each other. Yeah, so maybe that's like a punishment. <laughs> uh, they don't they're outside, but it's yeah. still uncomfortable. Yeah. So I'm gonna jump back a second for. Um, because uh, once once Collins gets back in a cell originally, they have already have a, a plan has been set in motion, and they're all in the the, uh, the license plate shop the next day, and it's going around saying Wilson ten thirty. The, the, the word's getting passed around, and I love to see too. This actually this is probably the first shocking scene before the hanging. Dude, but it was it was it's great how it started. The two guys for request for the fight, and so a bunch of guys are like they're just like you know just holding each other's shirts and pushing each other around, and it causes all the guards to go over, and everyone's hammering really loud, so you can't hear anything. It's yeah, it's mass confusion. Yeah, and Wilson's like, "Oh, I'm, I'm done." And he's trying to get they out of there. They start the fight, and the guards don't really notice. The guards really notice when everyone starts hammering all at once. Like yeah. it's kind of like something is up. Yeah, because all of a sudden it's just bang, 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 <laughs> bang, like rhythmically. Yep. Like they're all banging at the same exact time. Mm-hmm. I thought that was pretty amazing. And then there's other fights when the guards come in; they just kind of surround them. Yeah, like the inmates occupied. Yeah, yeah, very smart. But then as Wilson's trying to escape, and like he turns like three corners. It's always a guy with the with the, the, the blowtorch. Dude, it was that was a messed up scene. Yeah, because at one point, uh, Wilson backs up and he puts his hands on something, and they put the flame right in his hand. He's yeah. like, oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, at first, I figured they were just scaring him. Yeah, and then he throws like a wrench or something at one of them and misses terribly. <laughs> and the, the guy doesn't even flinch. The guy's just like, nope. Probably because it's advancing. a soldier. Yeah, he's just like advancing with, yeah. with the blowtorch. But they all have the blowtorches walking towards him. Yep. Oh. That, that giant metal press, and he gets he falls back into it. He has no choice. He gets crushed. Yeah, and, then, and then the press comes down. That yeah. was rough. It was. At the same time, right before then, uh, Collins visits the doctor because they're buddy-buddy. And Collins yeah. is like, what time you got? Is it 10.30? He's like, no, it's ten twenty-seven. Why do you want to know? And then all that stuff happened. Yeah, because Joe, that was, was It was retribution for Collins when he had a witness, so they couldn't pin it on him. So right. it was, it was an awesome scene. Yeah, we haven't really, scenes. we haven't really discussed the the doctor. The doctor is more sympathetic to the alcoholic doctor. Yes, very much so. But he's very sympathetic to everybody. He thinks Muncie's an asshole. Oh, he tells him to his oh. face. That was a great scene too. Yeah, um, and he thinks that the guy from the state is an asshole, and that no one really understands. Like, just piling more bodies in isn't the way to do this. Right. Um, he's right. <laughs> he's yep. not wrong. <laughs> he's like, yeah, when they leave, they're worse criminals than when they came in. Right. 
So he's like the he's like the most sympathetic out of out of the, all of the personnel in the prison. You have him. He's he's kind of more empathetic and understanding. You have the warden. I don't think the warden is like a bad guy. He's just like it's just a job, right? And he's he doesn't want to. It's like a job where he doesn't really want anyone to get hurt, but he also doesn't want to do a lot of work. Yeah. So he just likes lets Muncie do it. Yep. And Muncie's is cruel. Yeah, you know, let's get so. the job done. That's right. Nice. The end. The end. Yes. <laughs> That's the word. Yeah, it, was, that... it was. It was six. Uh, six thirty-three was the the number. That okay. is because uh, because it, it's mentioned that it's something you can get out through the drain pipe. That's what the guy tries to tell him in the infirm in infirmary to uh, Collins. Mm. Uh, but he goes back and asks. Uh, I don't know why he thinks to ask the soldier right away. What does that mean? He's like, oh. It's this battle strategy. How do you know that? Oh right, well, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But then he then he takes down the chess pieces. Or the, yeah, the chess pieces, right? He, and he shows them how they, one of their yeah. attacks, they defeated the Germans. They they got them from both two sides when they couldn't cover two sides. I was so happy with this scene because they're doing it in, in the dark in their cell, and they all light matches. Yeah, and they're supposed to be asleep. Yeah. And I actually had the thought, I'm like, oh, it's gonna be. I wonder how long these matches are gonna stay lit. Like, this is gonna be a long scene. It's gonna make me laugh that they, you know, the the never ending matches. No, yeah. they go out. Yeah, they like, more light. Yep. I like yeah, it's a, <laughs> it, You know, sometimes it's the little tiny little details that they catch mm-hmm. that that make the movie better. And I really, I really like that. I was not expecting them to actually cover that. What if? Uh... If you know, because Kid Koi is one of them, what if like his just like went down to his finger and his finger was on fire, but he was just like, Duh, and his finger was just lit up, <laughs> and then like a minute later, he just goes, Ow, and yeah. then jumps up in the air and puts it in water. Yowza, comes up. yeah, like a cart, like a cartoon, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so yeah, so they they talk about that, and that that gets uh, got some ideas rolling in, in Colin's mind, yeah. Um, this is when the they I, I don't know if it was. I think they had that they found out that earlier that day that they were all going to be assigned to the drain pipe. It's around this time. Um, I don't remember the timing of it. I'm sorry. Whenever it was, though. Is it that early that they found that out? Mm, Maybe. I have some. I have some notes, but oh yeah, it's um, it's actually before they, he visits the guy in the infirmary. Okay. So. So yeah, so we're getting out, but at the same time, okay. My, my next note is that working on the drain pipes, eating sandwiches with dirty hands. Oh, it's so gross! Because it is so gross. It is, but so Collins has spoken with uh, Gallagher, who worked in like the prison newspaper. Mm-hmm. And so uh, he's he's trying yes. to work, you know, getting cahoots with him about, about a breakout. And Gallagher's like, "Don't bother, you know, this guy over here has been saying next Tuesday for twenty years or whatever." And it never happens. Like he's like, no one has the nerve to do it, so it's not going to happen. And plus, you have like a the tower with a machine gun, and you know, once you get out the the bridge and all, there's all kinds of things that obstacles that are going to get in your way. But um, uh, Collins meets before they go to work. Collins meets some Gallagher in the chapel to kind of get the get the uh, everything sorted out because everyone's mad about uh, Tom killing himself, and everyone's had enough. Yes. So so Gallagher's on board. And they're talking about like, okay, weapons they're going to need and how they're going to do their attack. Like his his is Bible. And he has like detailed plans of the tower in there that no one notices. Yeah, yeah, which was, yeah. Which was nice. I think one of the um, one of the guards that has a few lines in the movie. I 
I think he was in uh, They Live By Night. Is it the guard that when they, he's showing him the bombs hidden in the car, comes no, over and interrupts them? It's the guard but that's escorting the, the guy with the sandwiches to the, uh, to the tunnel. Okay. I think... I think he was one of like you know I forget the the, the the brothers the crime brothers from that but not the one with the milky eye like the older one. Uh-huh. I think it was him. I think it's the same guard we're talking about. No, that that was a different guard who tries to make a joke later. Yeah, that's a different one. Oh, I'll do I'll do screen caps to prove you wrong later. I no, 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 no. You, you're it. probably you're, no, you're probably right. <laughs> Go ahead. <laughs> Because no, because that, that that second guy was way too cheery. The first one was just like, "Don't try to bribe me." Yeah. So, but yeah, so they go to the tunnels. They go to the tunnels. They Gallagher was able to get a note to uh, in the, the, in the in sandwich there, in the sandwich, and that's funny. He has to eat it. <laughs> he eats a yeah. note, which I thought was funny. But I, I, I he tries to turn down the food, which is smart because th- these are first off. These are these are just half sandwiches. They're not even whole sandwiches. They're is half it, a sandwich. Is it like not wraps? Uh, probably. They're not yeah. wrapped in, in any way, shape, or form. They're just Oops. loose half sandwiches, yeah. handed to these men. It looks like they're working in like a like like a sewer. They're yeah. covered it's in muck, filth, and yeah. And they just not even one of them. Just even, you didn't even wipe your hands on anything. Just like nom nom nom. I was well, like, oh my would, god, so gross. What would you wipe your hands on? I don't. I don't. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Also, the guard down in the tunnel, also an asshole. Oh, definitely. Like one of them collapses. Don't touch him. And yeah, yeah. But but then and later, later, then later, yeah. Oh no, I didn't do nothing. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yep. So uh, what it comes down to is, uh, I think we've had all the flashbacks at this point. Uh, the, uh, like the uh, they use the uh, the jail reporter. He gets like passes to go around because he's doing all these features on things, but it's all key parts and like getting the plans in motion and passing notes and messages. Yeah, he's doing features on like the different jobs in the prison. Yeah, because he goes he goes to the auto body shop, and this guy, you know, he's like, "Let me see your toolbox." And he has a gun in there and fire bombs. Yeah. Well, here, how do you how do you do that? How did where did this stuff come from? <laughs> but like you're showing it, you see the Billy Club coming down. Yeah, that was it's. It's just the guard wants to like be funny. Yeah, he's like, make sure he gets your name right in the paper because his wife's gonna see it. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, they just got caught. They're screwed. But nope, nope. This is jackass. Stop. Mm-hmm. Now, let's see here. We got. Oh yeah, this is the the next scene. This is this is a brutal scene when the reporter he gets a pass because he has to pass a message along about how they couldn't get dynamite to Collins in the in the. So he knows because that's part. That's a big part of the plan. Yeah. And, but one of Munsey's main man, he's like, "Oh no, you don't. You come with me. He wants to see you." He, so well, he goes to get a pass, right, to right. go down to the to the to the um the, the, the drain uh, pipe. The drain pipe. Thank you. Yeah, and he gets brought to Munsey's office, and uh, at first he gets brought in. All the guards are like, "Oh, and, yeah, you kind know, like, of you know whatever, being jerks to him." I could as soon as he was brought in, like him sit down, and the, he handcuffs his hands like on the opposite arms to the chair. Yeah, because he, he wants yeah. to. He's like, I'm going to ask you some questions. Yeah. Well, M- Munzee knows about the breakout attempt. Like he knows yes. when it's going to happen, and but he wants to, more information. Someone is someone squeals. Yeah. Yeah. Is it a piece of rubber hose he's beating him with? 
I thought so. Yeah, yeah. that's what I thought too. It, it seemed like a, like a thick rubber hose too. Yeah, he beats the shit out of him. Yeah. But what I thought was interesting is every single guard outside was very uncomfortable. Yes, one, 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 of, them, one like, of them gets mad. He gets really pissed, but like, what, I guess there's nothing they can really do about it. Yeah, because you can hear him being hit in the. Oh other yeah, room. and no one's. Everyone's very uneasy about it. Yeah. So I, I guess I thought that was interesting that they would show that, and yeah, they're, they're actually sympathetic a bit. They have yeah, <laughs> not sympathetic enough to actually fucking do anything, but yeah, right, right. Since any of them could take Monzi. Yeah. But what if what if that guy was mad because he lost the cards? And not not at that. <laughs> he's unrelated. Oh, he's like, mad that he's he's the one. He's like, if you bring someone in here, I want to beat him. Yeah, yeah. He's like, God damn it! It's supposed to be my turn. My I turn to beat him. Yeah. <laughs> Regardless, but the, the reporter doesn't talk. No, it's great. He keeps saying, "I don't. I can't tell you what I don't know." Yeah. Like, if you keep hitting me. It's, nothing's gonna change. Yeah, looks good for him, man. But still, I just. I mean, it's be bad enough if you had your arms in the right arm. Chair arms handcuffed. Right. The fact that they're crossed. I'm yeah. just like sitting here right now holding the arms of my chairs. Oh my god, it's terrible. Yeah, I know. As, but so Munzee calls uh, his 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 main men in. He's like, take him to the infirmary. He had an accident down the drain pipes. Well, yeah. yeah. He's like, tell them you want the word to get out. Yeah. Does he does he even live? Do they mention that or does he is he just in bad shape? I don't think they mentioned it again. This mentioned, I think they mentioned he's in bad shape. Well, they mentioned it, yeah, but they don't mention like what the outcome. Yeah. So at this point, uh, Collins, you know, how does he? Uh, was it, someone tells him that there's a stoolie, right? Well, the word gets down that he, oh, that, the doctor, the doctor finds out. Yeah, because he, because he, he, he tells he, him that he's been beaten up. Yeah. And he and he, he tells him that uh, like once he knows yeah. exactly like exactly yeah. it's gonna be twelve fifteen that day that they're gonna do this, yeah. And as they show, uh, so we, he, the doctor tells him and he leaves, and Collins goes around to all his guys. He's like, "What orders do you want to go on?" And uh, Kid Coy, the soldier, and um, Spencer are all like, "You're the boss. Whatever you want, you just let us know." Which means right. they know they're all for it, and he goes to well, yeah. Freshman. Well, you should mention that the oh. the plan isn't fully fleshed out to us, the viewer, other than the there's there's so there's like oh, a yeah. train track in this tunnel with with a car on it, like an old timey coal car kind yeah, of. Yeah, and car, yeah. they fill it up with the rock, and then they bring it out and they dump it into the ocean. Yeah, um, oh. yeah, <laughs> but the track splits. And they know where the switch is. So part of the plan is one of them is going to hit the switch. So that instead of going to dump where the go to where the rocks dump, it's going to go through the prison. Okay. And then they're going to open the gate and get out of the yard. Right, because the plan is well, because there's 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 two places and only they can't get both distractions at the same time. Right. They can overwhelm them with these two different points of attack. Sorry, Thank you. because it's what no, ended it, up happening. Yeah. Yes. That makes sense. Because I, but they, um, when he asked the the freshman, yes, he was like, oh, you know, what if I'll go last? And that's that's a, I guess giveaway that he's the, you know, well, if you go. You know, no, I mean that's 
It's such a bad giveaway. I mean, I get it in the sense of the movie. I understood at that moment what that meant. Yeah. But if I was there and you were asking us all separately and I didn't know what everyone else said, I mean, say the same fucking thing. I don't know. I'd be like, I don't know, fourth. I don't know. What am I supposed to say? Whatever you want, chief. I don't, yeah. I don't know. What if we asked him, like, when do you want to go? And he's like, I told him. Yeah. He just said, uh, I, yep. <laughs> yep. So they go ahead and um, so they overtake the guards down there. And it's great, but so Collins is like barking orders, and he goes up the freshman. He's like, "What do you want me to do?" And then they they cut away to something else. It they they cut away to um, the guy from the states back and tells us he's like making the warden resign at that point. Yeah, and he's making the warden resign. And while this is going on, Munzee's at the guard tower. Oh yeah, getting ready, preparing. And he has two guys set up with like a machine gun. Yeah. Down, staring down the train track. Yes. So Monzi's overseeing that, and then he takes the... There's another guard, like, out on a ledge, and there's another one in the tower, and he sends the one in the tower to join the one in the ledge. So mm-hmm. there's two facing into the yard, there's two facing down the tracks, and Monzi's kind of coordinating this from up top. And then they had the machine gun that can rotate back and forth where it needs That's what Monzi has. Yeah. Yes, which is a fucking crazy weapon, by the way. Jesus. Yes. It is for, uh, but uh, <laughs> I thought it was funny. Some of the guards had Tommy guns as their weapons yeah. too. Tommy guns. That's like a gangster weapon. It totally is. Yeah. But I, I, I was delighted. Maybe to they see had it. them. I don't know. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah. So so Munzee's, he's just waiting for twelve fifteen. Like he knows. Mm-hmm. He, can, he can't wait. Yeah. Yeah. But well, so he, so you're mentioning though. The state man is making the warden resign, but he also then wants him to announce that he's resigned. So he does. Yes. I love this part too, that Munzee's in charge and everyone, yeah, yeah, over and over again, every single yeah. person. Well, yeah, he wants. He, well, he says he tells him to announce that Munzee's in charge, and he refuses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the state guy says it. Because he, because he's like Munzee's in charge. He's like he's like oh no, like he knows it's a love, bad idea. It's a great shot though, as it's being announced over the intercom to everybody. The camera's down low and it kind of pans up to Munzee standing up top of the tower, just like standing and staring out. Yeah, I, it was a really nice shot. He's like yeah, he should have done like a, a double fist pump and like thrust <laughs> this crotch at everyone. <laughs> yeah, yelling in your but face. But the amount of yeah. Going oh on. my it god, was it was like a thousand guys just yelling, yeah, over and over again. Yeah, yeah. But it was kind of a purpose to it. It, it set a distraction because they had to get that truck out there. Right. And it kind of worked a little bit, but then Munzee notices it, the guards notice it. But at the same time, this is like, it's just like the last 10 minutes is this chaos, which I loved. I was like losing yeah. my mind watching this part of the movie because yeah. they cut that, they had that happening, but they also cut back to uh, the, the mine shaft and they, they've put the stool pigeon. They strapped him with his arms tied back to the front of the mine car as like yes. a human the human shield. Yes, amazing. But I found it strange that how come no one got inside the mine car? That might have been a better place to stay protected. Unless because it was, well, was the point gonna be a battering ram. And then you're trapped inside of it. So at least like when you're hanging on behind it, you have you full can, coverage. Well you, you don't clearly. No. But you could if you didn't go two at a time. Yeah. Uh, if it was just one of you back there. Then you could jump off and run. If you're okay. inside, it's going to be hard. It's like getting out of like a dumpster. And how would you know? 
because I'm like Oscar the Grouch. Oh, it's only I live in a dumpster because I'm rich. You've attempted to jump out of a, a moving dumpster before. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but, but so I was actually I was I was bummed out at you know immediately two of the guys get shot like Spencer gets shot. Um, and Kid Koi, but Spencer gets shot and he, like, he falls off, he's dead. Kid Koi is able to like get inside the, you know, the, the mic. Yeah. Just go to he left. like oh. rose himself over the edge. Yeah, but what's great too is uh, the stool pigeon, he gets shot immediately. He's just yeah. there dead, hanging on the front. I was, I was, this is another one. I mean, I don't even know why I'm surprised anymore. So many of the movies that we're watching have such brutal, brutal scenes. Yeah. Like, this one has several, like, what the fuck? I mean, I know if they did them now, they'd be super bloody. Yeah. But I think that's the main difference. I mean, these aren't bloody because of the time, mm-hmm. but they're just as violent. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I, I couldn't believe what was happening. Yeah, tied to the front, man. Oh. Yeah. Just exposed. It's just screaming. Yeah, but what I love is so yeah, Kid Koi gets inside and it's it's still chugging along. And so Collins and the soldiers jump off, and Kid Koi he dives out of it onto the two sol- uh, the two guards. Yeah, it was really good, and apparently that killed but, him. <laughs> yeah, I did kind of wonder what happened did, there. Did the, maybe did they the shot cart him hit him coming too? down? Uh, yeah, no, it didn't look like it. It looked like oh, it. Actually, afterwards, um, oh, Scott's frozen up again. Give him a moment to come back. Maybe. And internet. Oh, internet, yeah. internet. Okay. I'm here, but internet. So I apologize if you. Oh, no, that, that, that's I'm okay. Sorry. I'll edit it out. But um, I noticed afterwards when Kid Koi basically he gives his life. I think Collins shoots at least one of the guards that's down. They get the guns from them. Yes. Yes, yes. he does. Which yep. is also, you know, I think you wouldn't expect to see. Maybe. That's true. Yeah. But so so at the same time, and then. Collins is going in. He's like, tells the soldier, get that other gun. But then he gets shot. The soldier gets shot by the guard in the yes. tower. I was like, oh, man. I think they're all getting pegged off. Oh, there. But at the same time, they just open fire because they're throwing firebombs from the other side of the tower. It's like parts of it are on fire. And uh, Gallagher yeah. has a gun he's shooting at him. And, but they just shoot into the crowd. Like, everyone, fair game. Like, I'm sure like most of those guys didn't know what's happening. And yeah. they're, getting, they're getting just destroyed. But so Collins, Collins, though, is by the truck, and they're going to use the truck to ram the the gate. Yeah. Um. So he's like getting into the truck, but he gets shot. Collins gets shot in the, no, getting yeah, into Collins, the truck. No, he, was, he wasn't getting into the truck. That was Gallagher who was trying to get into the truck. Oh, I'm so I'm so sorry. I meant Gallagher. Yeah, because yeah, Collins makes the, his way into the, the into the tower. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He for some reason just throws a guard aside. And then turns his back on him and gets shot in the back as he's killing the other guard. Yeah. But it's funny, he just like he like yells at like shakes off a yelling, yeah, ah shoot you anyways. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. But then but he no, has... Gallagher's in the Gallagher's in the truck and he rams the gate, but he like it, it causes a problem, like the gate won't open now. Right, yeah, that's because there's Collins is able to pull the, the lever to open it and it can't. So he's like, oh man. I mean, it's, it's right, falling, it's falling like, apart. It's like the worst because Gallagher like sacrificed his life to do this. Yep. And yep. it's what's going to fuck them up. Yeah. Well, I mean, I mean, 
Collins is shot in the back anyway, so what are the chances he's going to... Well, right, but he didn't know that. Yeah. I'm saying he did it thinking he would get through and get through and open up the gate, but instead he caused a problem. And it's like, ah! Yeah. Like, I, I was like, I had... Oh, there goes Scott again. The weather. The weather's getting us tonight. I hope you're uh, still with me there, Scott. Well, you are. Yeah, can you hear me? Oh. Robotic. There, was, there was like a series of just parts of words. And now you're back. Okay. <laughs> but okay. okay. So before you go out again, yes. So yeah. Gallagher's, he's crashed and he's dead in the, or he's dying in the car, in the truck. Uh, but. So uh, Collins is he's fighting uh, Munz, Munzee at top, Munzee. and I think he headbutts him. Good fight. Stomach. It is, but he headbutts him in the stomach and that knocks him out. And he somehow hauls <laughs> up and has him over his head. And just throws yeah, him, throws him off the tower to the ground. Yeah, it's great. And the place goes. I love it. He holds, he holds him up. Yeah. yeah, he just holds him up and tosses <laughs> him over the edge. Yeah. And then the the it's pretty the, great. He's swarmed in by the prisoners. who are probably just tearing him apart. Oh, I'm gonna guess, yeah. And then and now more cops arrive, more guards arrive. Yeah, I don't know where throws, they came from, but throw yeah. smoke bombs and everyone disperses, and that's kind of the yeah. end of it. Collins is dead. Collins is dead. Yeah, it, it cuts to uh, the Calypso. They're all dead. Yeah, except okay, Calypso is getting treated by the doctor. I guess he got shot at some point, so well, he's singing about how much he it hurts. I'm in so much pain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and and um, yeah. doctors just like, why they even try it? Idiots, all of them. So it's a, it's not a happy ending. Who's, who's the warden now, by the way? The doctor. It's all his. Oh, it yeah, goes on the that's, line. That's, that's the hierarchy. Oh, yeah. Nice. Yeah, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> actually, we actually we skipped over the uh, we mentioned it, but didn't actually go into the. The fucking great conversation that the doctor and Munzee has. Oh, yeah. The doctor is just like, you're like a sadist. Yeah. Um, he, yeah, it's great. I mean, he, and, he, and Munzee slaps him. Yeah, he, the he's going he's he's into showing what kind of person he really is. Yeah, it's a stat and great. Yeah. yeah. It, it was, I mean, it's just like if you, uh, yeah, it's just like let's go back and like at least read the dialogue or just watch that scene because. I mean, that, that the actor who uh, I get his name again, uh, Art Art yeah. Smith. Yeah, he was fantastic again. Like I'm, I want to like seek out other movies. Yeah, yeah. Everybody in this movie was really good. Yeah. No, it was a great. It was a great cast. Uh, you want to give your uh, give your thoughts on a rating? Sure. So I'd never seen it before. Uh, I'm glad you picked it. Uh, I liked it a lot. Um, and I'm not always a prison movie guy. I don't know. I find sometimes they're kind of boring. But, um, that, that's what I was fearing. This prison, yeah, this prison was a was a delightful catastrophe. <laughs> um, I liked yeah. You know, all the characters are great. Hey, stereotypical characters, but still great. Some of them. Mm-hmm. Um, good, 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 up, oh, good acting. Sorry, my dog's freaking out. Um, but like really good acting. Um, and so I'm looking at my dog. Um, but on top of that, it just has some really stand-up scenes. I mean, some of the deaths in this movie are crazy. Yeah. Um, 
I loved it. I, I, realistically crazy, though. They're not like over the top. They're just like crazy. Well, maybe, uh, maybe time. throwing someone over your head off a tower, maybe. <laughs> oh, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Um, but also, everyone's dead. Everybody dies in this fucking movie, which is, you don't see that either, really. No. I mean, you, but you probably expected Burt Lancaster to live at the end, right? That's what I assumed, yeah. Yeah, no, all dead. Okay. And I love that. I love it ends on this horrible note of it all failed. I guess they got Mundy. Congratulations, but you're all dead. Yeah, at what cost? Yeah. Yeah. It was kind of, kind of great. I liked it a lot. Highly recommended. Uh, I, I would give this an eight. Eight what? Oh, <laughs> I'm so sorry. I apologize. Come on. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. I forgot what, what podcast we were doing. For we didn't even <laughs> so do the, we didn't even do the first guns, dams, or cigarettes in this movie, but, uh, but that's okay. they're all they're all in there. Uh, <laughs> I would give this um, eight eight rubber hoses. Ooh, nice. Uh, I also give it a rating of eight. I give it eight months. He's thrown out the tower. Oh yeah. yeah. But um, I, I just can can repeat what you said in terms of the surprising amount of violence and death in this movie. Uh, but it was, it was all, it was all like, even someone being thrown off a tower, it does, it's something that can happen. It wasn't anything that would have been like this over the top or ridiculous. Um, it, it was a good looking movie too. They got some good shots, especially when they were in their, uh, in their cell or just outside the cell with the lighting and everything. Yeah. Yes. I mean, yeah. I mean, it was very claustrophobic at, at certain points because you have five to six very men. Very dark. Oh, very dark. Very dark. But everyone, I, yeah, Hugh and Chroma was fantastic. Uh, Art Smith, he's 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 my guy. Uh, I didn't even mind Calypso singing; it didn't bother me in the least bit. I think you have yeah. to have like you know, prison's going to have these characters, and but what that was interesting yeah, is like yeah. all all the convicts are all like no one's not that they don't really show up, but for the most part, like no one's really out to get each other. I'm sure it was happening, but sure, like, there was a lot of camaraderie, and uh, you know, everyone was a lot of bipartisanship, you could say. Everyone's, you know, everyone has a, a the main cause at the end of this jailbreak. Um, Gallagher was good. He had a nice little scene too, where he's uh, denied his parole. He was supposed to like yeah. get out very soon, and the warden's like, "I'm sorry, but they've suspended him. All it's not my fault." And yeah, he's like, "Can I still count on your support?" Yeah, and he's just like, what? "Seriously?" <laughs> so no, I did. I did like his character too. He was like very level-headed, yeah. and reasonable. Um, not everyone was great, and so um, I'm, I hadn't seen it before either. Yeah. I'm very, very happy with myself for for choosing that one. I think I chose it uh, in a in a bit of a pressure because I'd forgotten to choose one. But I was like, oh, here's Burt Lancaster. Let's get him in the mix. There you go. So yay! What's uh, what's Hooray. next time? Uh, so next time we're going to do a movie called Nightmare Alley, which is also from 1947. Mm-hmm. Uh, Tyrone Power. And I'll give you a I'll give you a two line synopsis. Okay. The movie follows the rise and fall of a con man, a story that begins and ends at a CD traveling carnival. Stanton Carlisle joins the carnival, working with Mademoiselle Zena and her alcoholic husband and Pete. Hmm. All right. So, that the poster I'm looking at has a cigarette on it. That's a good. Good sign. It does. Yes. Oh, like Col- Colleen Gray is in there. She's been in some of the other movies. Yep. 
We will see. I like what I reviewed the San Francisco Chronicle said a strange and rather sick movie made by highly talented people. Oh, all right. So that'll be next time. Makes sound more okay. desirable. Yeah. All right. So until then, uh, don't break out of prison. It's not going to go well for you. That's right. Yeah. It's a like... pandemic, so we won't see you at the movies. That's right. Don't get munzied. <laughs> yeah. Good boy. Guns. Games. Cigarettes. 